You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: the roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hello, hello. We got a lot going on. You've got baseball tonight, the Dodgers and the Giants, the winner take all. They move on to Atlanta, or they, they'll be in their home ballpark against Atlanta if it's the Giants, if it's the Dodgers, no. And then Monday or Thursday night football, Tampa at Philadelphia. Hope everybody is doing well. I uh, am always happy to be here on Listen Up. You know the routine. You get in, you raise your hand, you hit that hand icon, and I will put you right on the show. Well, I just had a fabulous hour with Sean Salisbury. I hope you can check us out on uh, most Tuesdays and Thursdays in the afternoons on No Filter. Well, he's the best. Man, that was just a great, great hour. Uh, but I'm rolling right on again. Dodgers-Giants uh, tonight, uh, six oh seven, the first pitch uh, in San Francisco. And then you have uh, the Bucks and the Eagles. You think you have enough going on? Wow. Got the NHL. They got a full slate of games tonight. The NBA next week. You've got... Uh, the wrap-up of the NBA preseason before game one next week. So, boy, there is a lot going on. You know, I just talked about this with Sean Salisbury on No Filter. And one thing that I, I just look at and I'm just blown away is, yeah, everyone's entitled to give their opinion on John Gruden and the Raiders and Kyrie Irving but what's the deal with all the hatred and the venom and all the spewing back and forth? I mean, like, why can't someone just give their opinion? It's just amazing to me. It really is. And, you know, even the even the uh, blue Twitter mark, all right, the people that have been verified, they just go at it. They go at it. And I, I don't understand why, if I make an opinion or you make an opinion, why I have to come at you with hate and venom. Like, why can't I just say, you know what? I don't agree with your opinion. I think you're way off base, but I'm not going to call you like, you know, you're just, I mean, it's just unbelievable. And I, I, I talked about this on no filter today with Sean Salisbury, because this just resonates with me so well. And I'm going to read it again. Kevin Euclid in the summer of 2020 on social media said this, the mental health and well-being of our country is deteriorating and social media is the culprit. The constant hatred towards others that don't share the same opinions is tiresome and unhealthy for our society. Why is it that there's so much hatred going on? And I'm not talking about someone that's got two and three and four and five Twitter followers. I'm talking about people that are verified. You know, I'm talking about well-known people verified on social media. And because they don't like what you say or I say on John Gruden or Kyrie Irving. I mean, I, I give an example. Like, this is very interesting as it relates to the John Gruden story. And again, there's more information 
that is going to be coming out. So this is a ever-changing story. Don't you think it's odd that the National Football League has 650,000 emails from their investigation with the Washington football team? Think about that now. 650,000. And the only emails that were leaked have to do with the Raiders and John Gruden. Really didn't even have anything to do with the Washington football team other than his correspondence with Bruce Allen. But don't you think that's odd? Don't you think it's odd that 650,000 emails are in the hands of the National Football League and their investigation, but the only ones that are leaked are about John Gruden and the Raiders? You know, we know that the Raiders have always had a contentious relationship with the National Football League. Al Davis and the NFL were in court almost every year. I mean, the, the, it, it was an ongoing battle, and it was a fierce battle. Matter of fact, they made a 30 for 30 on it, which was very interesting. And let's there's there's no secret. The National Football the reason why the Raiders are not in LA where they had already a built-in fan base is very simple. The National Football League did not want Mark Gruden in the number two market in the United States of America. Very simple. They were not going to allow Mark Davis to be an owner of an NFL franchise in the number two market in the country. I mean, why why would the Raiders be in Vegas instead of, let's say, the Chargers, right? I mean, the Ra- look at what happened when the Raiders played the Chargers two weeks ago in Los Angeles at SoFi. The place was full with Raider fans, right? But the NFL didn't want Mark Davis in Los Angeles. And so I ask you, and, I, and I'm not minimizing the emails and what John Gruden wrote in those emails. That, that That's not part of the conversation here. But don't you think it's odd? Why is that? How come the only emails that have been released are from the National Football League? And again, I say released, I should say leaked. How does that happen? 650,000 emails, and it's only John Gruden. We're there to think that out of 650,000 emails, the only red flags are of John Gruden? You know, the NFL wants the, or I should say the NFLPA wants all the emails released. I know Derek Carr said the same thing. I believe it was yesterday. I mean, how crazy is this? Seriously. I mean, I don't agree with Derek Carr here. You know, he said that open up everything. I don't really believe that should. He just said this. Derek Carr said this. I believe it was uh, yesterday. If we just start opening up everybody's private emails and text, people would start sweating a little bit. Hopefully not too many, but maybe that's what they should do for all coaches and GMs and owners from now on is open up. You've got to open up everything. See what happens. I don't agree with that. You know, I I don't agree with that. By the way, if you want to get it on the program, raise your hand, hit that hand icon, and I'll get you right on. I mean, don't you think it's odd that the National Football League has 650 thousand emails and the only ones that we know about have been leaked and they involve John Gruden? Huh? I mean, 
How does that happen? Explain that to me. How does that happen? You don't think that that's odd? You don't think that that's a red flag? You don't think that that is like kind of suspicious? I mean, I don't know about you, but I do. I think that's very odd. I think that is very odd. I don't think that's just a coincidence. And, you know, speaking of Mark Davis, when he was asked about John Gruden's resignation, he answered, ask the NFL. They have all the answers. Again, there is a contentious, ugly relationship between the Davises and the National Football League. How about that as an answer? That goes back to Mark's dad, Al. And there are constant battles. And let's face it, every day, constant battles with the National Football League. Right? Davis was asked yesterday morning about John Gruden's resignation by Paul Gutierrez, who covers the team for ESPN. Quote, I have no comment. Ask the NFL. They have all the answers. How about that? You know, then Mike Mayock was asked about it. He was asked about Davis. Quote, he had a tough week. Since the day I took this job almost three years ago, what Mr. Davis has preached has been three three things. Diversity, social justice, and domestic violence. In regards to the John Gruden situation, we all respect his decisions, and we're going to move ahead accordingly. That's Mike Mayock, the general manager. But not Gruden. I mean, not Davis, rather. Mark Davis. Quote, I have no comment. Ask the NFL. They have all the answers. And you know what? You should ask the NFL. The NFL needs to be asked, how come with 650,000 emails, the only emails that were leaked had to do with Gruden and the Raiders? How is that? Does anybody think? Seriously, now, let's just call it the way it is. Does anybody think if John Gruden was the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys that those emails would have been leaked? Does anybody think that if John Gruden were the head coach of the New York Giants or the Pittsburgh Steelers or the Chicago Bears, that those emails would have been leaked? I mean, let's get serious for a moment. Is this not an attack to get Mark Davis and put pressure on him? I wouldn't be surprised if the answer to those questions are a resounding yes. I mean, what else are you supposed to think? So this story is going to continue to go on and on. And it's really a shame because instead of talking about what I think is going to be a great baseball game tonight, we will talk about that right now. And the month, and the Thursday night football, you know, this is still a big story. But again, as I wrap this, uh, this segment up or this topic up on today's show, just remember this, okay? The mental health and well-being of our country is deteriorating and social media is the culprit the constant hatred towards others that don't share the same opinions is tiresome and unhealthy for our society we all need to be better so the next generation is happier and healthier i don't know if you can say it any better than you just did that was the summer of 2020 All right, baseball tonight, and one of these two teams, the Dodgers and the Giants, 
will be on vacation tomorrow. And what a shame that MLB's two best teams come down to round one in a five-game series. And if baseball ever needs to change and go back to the way it used to be, where you can't play a team within your own division until the championship round, I think we're there. This is wrong. Now, I know everyone knows the way it is when the season starts, but this is not right. You got these two teams playing in a best of five in the same division. These two teams should be playing in the NLCS, assuming that they would win in the NLDS. It's a shame. It is what it is, but it's unfortunate that we, as sports fans, only get to see these teams in a best of five series. Really, really too bad. Uh, Thursday night football, Tampa is at Philadelphia. And, you know, Brady said that his thumb is okay. You know, Brady's never going to tell you whether it's okay or not, but very interesting to look at this game. Jalen Hurts, I, you know, Jalen Hurts gets criticized, I think, too much. I like Jalen Hurts. I think he's going to be a good quarterback. I really do. Uh, so this game tonight, but I will, for one, I'll be flipping back and forth, but I'm going to be watching a lot of that baseball game. I really do. A lot of the uh, baseball game. Uh, so if you want to get on, uh, raise your hand, hit that hand icon, and again, we will get you right on. I would love some feedback, all right? So don't be don't be afraid to come on, all right? It's easy to do, just like Al comes on when I'm doing this show. Al, how are you today, sir? Well, uh, good to speak to you. Hey, Grant, thanks for taking my call. Yeah, can you speak up, Al? Oh, I'm sorry, can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, thanks for taking my call. You yeah, know, you know what, Al? It's still very hard to hear you. Are you able to, like, you're on speakerphone? Uh, I don't know what I'm on. Yeah, it's very, I can't really hear you. I'm going to put you back, I'm going to put you back right. in the audience and then see if you can, you know, fix that, all right? And then we'll get you back on because it's really, really hard uh, to hear you. Thanks very much. We'll try it again. All right, let's move on. We get some other callers here on Listen App on this Thursday edition. Uh, Clayton, all you got to do is hit your – there you go. Clayton, how are you? You're on with Grant Napier on Listen App. What's up, Clayton? Hey, what's up? How are you doing? Good. What's happening? Um, did you happen to uh, hear Kyrie Irving's um, video? Yes. That yesterday, From yesterday, I think it was? Yeah, I did. Yep, I did. Yeah, so, you know, honestly, I had some – respect for some of the things he was saying but i think if he really wants his message to have substance he needs to start putting his money where his mouth is and he needs to start giving up some of that money you know he's making 200 million dollars i think in his deal um do you know why, 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 why does he have to give up money um if he wants to let people know that he's serious about what he's doing. He, well, he's given a, he, he's forfeiting half of his salary this year, which is, okay. I believe, three hundred and four. Okay. He's not getting paid for the road games, which comes out to, if you can believe this, I think the figure is three hundred and forty thousand dollars a year. So, okay. and I understand where you're coming from here, but I don't think he needs to give up any more money than that. Here's the deal: I I do not agree with him. I think he's letting his team down. I think he's letting the organization down. But I respect how he feels about not getting vaccinated. That's each individual's right. And I respect his right to make that decision, but I don't agree with it, but I respect it and what he had to say. I listen to everything that he had to say. Okay. So, yeah, so I guess he is giving up some of that money. So I understand now that he's not, he's not allowed to play in any game. So does that mean he's going to give up more money or is he just uh, losing? The Nets, that, the that Nets have said, I, I, I said it wrong a minute ago. The Nets have said they will pay him 
for the road games, but they will not pay him for the home games because he would have been ineligible to play in the home games because of the mandate uh, with COVID. But they are going to pay him for the road games, but he will forfeit, I believe it's $340,000 for the 41 home games, assuming that he doesn't come back and play. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. I now, guess. do you, so you're okay with what he said then? I'm just trying to hear you. For the most part, you're okay with what, what his reasoning was for not getting vaccinated? You know, I was. Um, I have to go back and listen to it again, but he said just a lot of things that resonated with me um, in my personal life. And so okay. I have some understanding, but I also do understand that, yeah, he has an obligation to the team as well. Um, but I just think we're in such a crazy time in the world right now that, you know, there's other things. I don't know. Somebody needs to speak out about other things and that sort of thing. Hey, Clayton, man, I'm really happy that you took the time to uh, chime in. Do it again. All right. You have a good rest of the day. OK, thank you. All right. Thank you. That's good. Good. Really good call uh, right there by Clayton. Listen, I don't agree with Kyrie Irving. I think he has a responsibility to his team. I think when you're part of a team, you know, it's all for one and one for all. I believe in that. I believe when you're a team, you're a team. And I don't agree with his decision, but I re I respect his decision. I don't agree with it. There's a difference, you know, and I, I'm not a Kyrie Irving fan. I'm not a, I'm not a fan of him, him at all. He's an unbelievable talent, but I'm not a fan of Kyrie Irving. I'm not a fan because I don't I, I think he's uh, too aloof. You can't count on him. And last year was a perfect example, taking three leaves of absence from the team. You just can't count on the guy, but he's an incredible talent. And I don't agree with him not getting vaccinated and not being with the team, but I respect, I respect his decision because that's his decision to make as an individual. Again, I don't agree with it, but I'm not going to rip the guy out of because he's not getting vaccinated. I mean, why would I do that for? If you want to get on the show like Clayton, all you got to do is hit your hand icon, raise your hand, uh, and we will get you uh, right on. Any thoughts on the Giants and the Dodgers tonight? Let me know. Any thoughts on the Philadelphia uh, Tampa game? We'll do that as well. Uh, and again, I, I 300 or excuse me, 650,000 emails. And the only emails that are released are John Gruden and the Raiders. Like, how does that happen? You don't think that there's a conspiracy going on. You don't think that that's, you think that's a coincidence? Come on. That's not a coincidence, right? That's not a coincidence. All right, something else I want to spend a couple of moments on today. Ray Fossey, the longtime Oakland A and longtime broadcaster, lost his battle with cancer yesterday. Uh, I got to know Ray, although not very well, but over the many years that I had a radio show in Sacramento, Ray would always come on my radio show when I asked. And I loved Ray, and a lot of the people that worked with me behind the scenes with the Kings games also worked the A's games during the baseball season. And we used to share stories, and they used to share stories with me about Ray Fossey. Ray is the Oakland A's. Ray loved the Oakland A's. Ray lived every day to be at the ballpark. And Ray was and embodied everything that the A's embody. And I love talking baseball with the man. I just absolutely learned something when I used to talk baseball with Ray. And the stories that his colleagues in the truck on the broadcast crew told me, everyone just respected the heck 
out of Ray Fossey. So I was not aware that his illness was that bad. And I was shocked when I heard the news yesterday. And I am unbelievably sad that Ray Fossey is no longer with us. Of course, he's best known for the collision in the All-Star game with Pete Rose. But Ray was a tremendous, tremendous catcher. He was a heck of a broadcaster for the Oakland A's. And I wanted to put that out there because Ray Fossey, when I think of the Oakland A's, I think of Ray. Just a class individual. And um, he and Glenn Kuyper do a great job on the A's games. And gosh, I mean, been, been doing A's games forever. Ray Fossey. Going to be weird. Weird's not even the... It's just going to be... Uh, I can't even imagine like going to the Coliseum and having a press pass and being in the media room or up in the press box and not seeing Ray. I, I, I just, I really can't imagine. I really can't imagine what that would be like. Love, love, love the man. Uh, and he will be sorely, sorely missed. Jay, you're on uh, with Grant Napier on Listen App. How are you today, sir? Excellent, Grant. Hey, two days in a row. This is awesome. Yes, hey, sir. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, losing Ray Fossey yesterday, that, I, you know, I, I like you knew knew he was out and he was having some medical issues, but that hit me like a like a ton of bricks and it kind of dwarfs all the other n silly things going on in this in the sports world because you know th that man was just just an unbelievable ambassador for the Oakland A's for baseball. He was humble. Uh, he was a pleasure to listen listen to. You know, he wasn't egotistical. And boy, oh boy, he's going to really be missed. Oh boy, is he ever. Um, he will be missed. And I was not aware that he was, I knew he had cancer, but I didn't realize that he was in as dire straits uh, as he was. And I'll tell you, Ray is symbolic. He's synonymous with Bay Area baseball and the history of Ray and that franchise in Oakland. Uh, and again, I'm, I'm, I feel blessed to have at least known the man and had many conversations with him because uh, he was just a gentleman and he was just a class act. Yeah, he, he he sure was, and and he's definitely going to be missed. I hundred percent agree with you on your take on um, Gruden and those emails. You know, obviously everything with, with that that Gruden put in writing that has come out is has been has been horrendous. But um, well, no, but it, but uh, the additionally, I do agree with you that there there certainly uh, is cause for skepticism on on that front, and it'll be interesting to see. Over time, what else comes out? You know, if if uh, if a lot of people's private conversations became public, there would be a lot of people in the same spot that John Gruden is in, and you yes. know, I just I just don't think that's in in everybody's best interest. Folks need to 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 learn from these things and and realize you know there's consequences even in in somewhat jest or. Um, you know, not not even if the words mean what not even if they mean the words as they as they sound when they're black and white, they, they that's the way they come across. And, and we we all have to learn from that and make yep. sure that, you know, we're, we're all better. We're all better for it. And and uh, um, I, I hope I hope John Gruden really comes out and owns it and, you know, does what he does, what he can do to make amends. But, you know, so, something's not right. And, and and then you turn the page over and the. And the NFL has hired um, the half the halftime folks for this year. You know, are a complete contradiction to what's just happening now with John Gruden. If you were to go scrutinize how they live, have lived their lives and their lyrics to their songs, and 
you know, some of their run-ins with the law. It, it, it seems it's a, it's really- a, it's a you, you can't be any more hypocritical than the NFL is in that in that area. I mean, it's a disgrace. It's absolutely disgraceful. I mean, you're 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 you know. You, you're attacking John Gruden like this, and we're not defending him. You, I understand where you're coming from, but then I think it's Snoop Dogg, right? In halftime, and you look at his lyrics and his songs and his life, and that's okay to put on on the biggest night of the year in America. I mean, it, they're, they're, it, I'm sorry, it doesn't add up. It doesn't yep, add and, up. And it's not just Snoop Dogg; it's, it's the, the whole the whole rest of them. Um, and I haven't I haven't looked into every single one of them, but they, they all have questionable lyrics. Um, and sure, they that, do. And 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 many of them have uh, you know you know legal issues, and you've brought up the other legal issues that have the players have had. But def- definitely, the the NFL needs to take a step back here and take a minute and figure out, all right, what are we going to do moving forward? Because right doesn't, right now, it doesn't it's a, make it's sense. A bad look. Thank you, Jay. Appreciate it very much. It doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't add up. I I don't understand that. You know, so lyrics and songs that degrade women and certain races and or religions or anything else, but particularly women. And a lot of these rap songs are extremely degrading of women. That's okay to have as your entertainment at the Super Bowl. I mean, uh, I've said this before and I'm going to say it again. I wish as a broadcaster, I would get a rule book of what I can and cannot say. Seriously, because it changes every day. It changes every day. Real, and I, I, I'm not exaggerating. Tell me what is out of bounds and what is okay to say. Because I just don't know anymore. I really don't. I don't know what you can and cannot say anymore in this business and i'm i'm very i'm not exaggerating i'm very serious it's crazy rachel you're on with grant napier hi rachel hi grant uh good to to uh, hear from you uh, thanks, thanks for taking my call thank I you very much a few minutes because i start class in like uh, five minutes but i just wanted to say um i appreciate you mentioning ray frosty because i grew up on him and I had no idea that he was that sick. And I think like a lot of people, we we're all uh, super devastated. Well, I was, I did not realize that, as you just said. And when I saw the news yesterday, my, my heart sunk. I just was so sad. I just, I, I just enjoyed getting to know Ray and just interviewing him probably 30, 40 times and every single time I had him on, I was like, wow, that was a great segment. I just, he loved Rachel, just loved talking baseball. He could talk baseball for hours and hours and hours. So I'm really Absolutely. happy that, you know, you said that. I hope maybe the Giants and uh, LA will do a little something for him tonight. I didn't know I was going to be so emotional about it, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> well, you listen, you take care of yourself. Get yourself composed before you go to the class. And uh, th- you call again. Thank you very much. All okay? right. Thanks, Grant. Bye. All right. You take care. Bye-bye. Sad. I mean, obviously, uh, to say the least. All right. Again, if you want to get on before we adjourn for the day, just hit your hand icon. Really appreciate all the calls today. This is where I want to get this show to go. I want to get, you know, everyone, what I mean, everyone, I know not everyone's comfortable asking questions and having dialogue, but I want this show to really grow and I want to build it so that, you know, we can just continue 
with calls and calls and calls. And I'm going to also have a guest uh, every now and then. And when I do have a guest, then we'll have even more fun. All right. So it's going to be great. It's going to be great. And again, I really appreciate everyone chiming in like John. John, you're on with Grant. Hi, John. How are you today? I'm good, Grant. How are you? Good. I wanted to ask you a kind of a, it's actually kind of silly, but uh, it came up on low on Zach Lowe's podcast as a potential trade. And it actually makes sense from a basketball perspective, I think. But um, that's uh, Ben Simmons for Kyrie Irving. Because um, Ben Simmons could fill like the small forward spot on the Brooklyn Nets, which is kind of maybe their only weak link as Bruce Brown being the starting small forward or whatever. You can move hard into point guard. And then, uh, of course, 76ers just want to get rid of Simmons and they want a point guard in return. So um, It would be a great trade for both teams because in Philadelphia, uh, well, in Brooklyn rather, Simmons would be their defensive stopper, okay, where James Harden is not. And Simmons doesn't need the ball to be effective. That would be a great trade for both teams. I didn't see Zach Lowe, and I have a lot of respect for him. I didn't see him saying that. But I think Kyrie Irving in Philadelphia would be a perfect fit playing with Embiid in that team. And Simmons in Brooklyn, where he doesn't need the ball, he doesn't need to shoot, would be a defensive stopper, rebounder. That would be, I think, a great trade for both teams. Yeah, I just saw it on their. Uh, I heard it on their po- on Zach Lowe's podcast, and uh, I wasn't sure. He kind of made it seem like it wasn't going to happen. It would just make sense from a basketball. Right, it's not going to happen. But it, it, yeah, you, it, it would. Don't you think it would be a tremendous trade for both teams? I think it would fill both gaps for them. For yep. I, mean, I know, he, I know, uh, Maury wants a wants a point guard, wants a Lillard, and uh, I mean, Kyrie Irving's kind of like Lillard. Yes, as well. Very similar. <laughs> yeah, very similar. So yeah, okay. Well, hey, John, great call. Thanks. Thank you very much. All right, take it easy. All right, if you want to get in, just raise your hand, and uh, we will put you right on. As um, i got a couple more minutes here left on this Thursday edition of Listen App. Really good calls. Think about that. If you had Ben Simmons on Brooklyn and Kyrie Irving on Philly, he'd be able to play in the home games because there's no mandate in Philadelphia. He might not be able to play in a couple of games, but he, he, doesn't, he misses games all the time anyway. So Simmons on Brooklyn would be an ideal fit. I mean, again, you don't need him to shoot. He can neutralize the other team's best score while Durant and Harden do their thing. And then in Philadelphia, I mean, when you look at their team with the point guard, Kyrie Irving with that nucleus, that'd be very good. I, I, I think that's, I think Zach Lowe hit it. I think he hit a home run there. I think he is absolutely uh, spot on. I think that is spot on. I think he is absolutely correct. Correct. Indeed. Uh, tomorrow, we're going to do our NFL college football weekend show. I want your lock of the week. I want your upset of the week. Uh, we'll talk about the big college games. We'll talk about the big NFL games. And we're going to spend some time talking about what happened tonight in San Francisco with the Giants and the Dodgers and, of course, the Buccaneers uh, at the Philadelphia Eagles. Hey, I really want to say thank you to everyone that's listening. And I want to say thank you for the calls. That's what I want, okay? I need calls. I want calls. And once I start building up this audience, which we're doing, and I'm going to get calls, we're going to do this show more, more, and more minutes, all right? And then we're going to build it up, and it will be just like a regular uh, radio show. So you all take care. I appreciate each and every one of you and your support. Enjoy the rest of your day. And thanks very much for listening to Grant Napier on Listen. It is.
is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.